Boy, do we have a doozy of an episode this week. Um, <laughs> I think a war has started in it the has. last week, like a, uh, an a actual- A war between us. An actual, a war between us. Yes, because you have me over here in this booth. Okay, yeah, I'll post, myself. I'll post a photo of what we look like right now. <laughs> I'm uh, so alone. <laughs> we've got our home set up going right now, and it is, um, it's a little different. It's it an, is a little different. Inconventional podcaster setup, but you know what? I think it's unconventional. We're making inconventional Inconvenient is what it is. We've set up this dumb table. Um, been, I've got. We've been doing one mic. Yeah. And yeah, you need the pop filter so badly that we had to do it like this. Well, I just like I figured your own mic would be some ownership for you. No, I don't need that. You would feel like you're no. honed. You've honed your craft. No, I. This is not a. Cra- <laughs> I'm doing this as a volunteer. <laughs> we I'm have, a volunteer. We have a doozy of an episode. We're going to talk about the situation in Ukraine, but I wanted to address this in a specific way where you actually felt like you could do something versus just being told, hey, bad things are happening. Another thing you have to worry about, um, congratulations. This is more of a, hey, some bad stuff is happening, but there's actually some hope because you can actually help out in this situation. So we're gonna talk about that. And that doesn't involve, by the way, you going over there and (laughs) fighting. This is a way you can help out where you're actually donating. Yeah, we don't want you to go to Chernobyl. Yeah, don't eat. Well, I don't think that's in Ukraine, is it? Well, I think that that's where they're fighting right now. Oh, there you go. Right by the nuclear reactors, actually. Wonderful. I guess all that, yeah. That feels safe. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> feels really safe. Uh, on our TikTok this week, going to plug the TikTok real quick at Real FM app. We have a react to a world record being set. I'm not going to tell you what it's being set in, by the way. You have but to go look at it. It is food related. It is food related. It's not gross. It's not gross. It's, it's in related. fact, it's very impressive. So uh, you can go check that out on our TikTok at Real FM app. But let's jump straight into the episode. Bree, what is your week in pop culture this week? I forgot to get one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot okay. to get one. It's okay. This Have is, I done anything? This has been has a anything? this has been a crazy week. We are currently, by the way, snowed into our house. Oh yeah, there's thunder sleet today. There was thunder sleet today. Yeah. And I think that maybe my week in pop culture has been tracking the weather and experiencing thunder sleet because this is a new like phenomenon. This is a new weather phenomenon that I've never experienced before. And I've been looking I up. I think that Thundersleet has existed before. I just don't think that you have existed. Nope. I'm the main character. And since okay, I've never okay, okay, experienced yeah, right. it, it is. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It is a new phenomenon only to be discovered by me. Uh, let's just jump straight into the news then. You want to do it? D- uh, is, it is, your pop, is pop culture your Thundersleet? Let's throw it out. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump right. right into the news. So this has been a crazy week. I have mostly stayed off of social media pretty much because like there's a war that started and I'm already pretty bad about doom scrolling. Um, but Relevant Magazine has a pretty succinct uh, summary of what's happened by Emily Brown on their website, Relevant Magazine. This is kind of Here's what's happening between Ukraine and Russia. Okay, they said after months of military buildups, warnings of violence and diplomatic efforts for peace and from nations wide, Russia began invading Ukraine early Thursday morning, attacking several major cities, including its capital, Kiev, which has already resulted in dozens of deaths. Uh, The president of of Ukraine has made a televised plea to Russia, telling them that they want to speak directly to Putin after Putin ignored his phone call. So... Basically, the president of Ukraine is saying, hey, listen to the voice of reason. The Ukrainian people want peace. This is as Russia is sort of moving in. And experts have been saying that basically this is a play for the country of Ukraine. Like this started as kind of like a quick land grab, but this is looking more like a serious 
they're and that, going for. And that's because of Ukraine's resources, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Abundant resources and Putin has been sort of, it's speculated that Putin is trying to sort of reunite the USSR, like its former glory days and get another country that used to be in the Soviet Union, uh, but is now independent. And Putin doesn't want Ukraine. Are they in the UN? Is the Ukraine in the UN? So that's the thing. Um, Putin doesn't want them affiliated with NATO, which is um, kind of a defensive coalition. And he doesn't want them basically meddling with any other organizations but Russia. He wants Ukraine completely to be sort of absorbed by Russia. Basically, Putin is giving a reason that he's coming in to sort of defend some Russians that are already in Ukraine. And the Ukrainian government is like, that's not what's happening. Russia wants to basically absorb us and prevent us from joining the North Atlantic Treaty Organization or NATO. Uh, Putin has said that... I didn't that, know that's what that stood for. Okay. Yeah. So Putin has said that uh, Ukraine joining NATO would be a hostile act as he views Ukraine and Russia as inseparable. So the world is still basically in shock because this is kind of one of our biggest like first time things that we're seeing in the 21st century of like two major countries just starting basically an all out war. Um, so we're kind of all processing that. Yeah, news I guess right so. Now. So, yeah. So the last thing that they're talking about is um, there are some organizations that are on the ground that can help. So I'm going to list a few of them and I'm going to put them in our show notes. One of them is Mission Eurasia, which provides education and outreach materials for young Ukrainian, young Ukrainian leaders. Another one is United Help Ukraine, which gathers and distributes medical supplies and humanitarian aid to those injured in the war in Ukraine. Voices of Children gives psychological and psychosocial support to children who suffered as a result of war operations. And Ukraine Christian Ministries provide medical materials to Ukrainians. So okay, those great. are uh, four resources that you can donate to, spread the word of, and just basically help while they're helping others on the ground. So I like to process things like this with, okay, what can I realistically do, right? It's not mm -hmm. something that you can just take in and go like, oh, good, another bad thing that's happening. Like These are some things that you can actually work on. So those are some uh, resources that I'll have in the show notes of this episode. Yeah, there you go. So, Brie, you picked these topics. I'm going to let you just kind of steer the ship. Do you want to go for it? Yeah. So I, I thought we needed something a little more light and fun. Okay. If you won the lottery, $500,000, what would you do with it? Oh, geez. Um, honestly, I think the first thing that I would do is probably find all of the little like toys, gizmos, and gadgets that I've bookmarked on Google. Uh-huh. And I think probably about a thousand to two thousand dollars would buy all of those. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I would spend about two thousand bucks on just like That's the first thing you would junk? buy. I think so. We have a mortgage. So I think I'd do that. <laughs> I think secondly <laughs> after, have a mortgage. after I bought a few mechanical keyboards. <laughs> Maybe a mountain bike. <laughs> I think I'd then pay off our house. <laughs> pay off the house of last. Of course. Of course. <laughs> sure. <I'd, laughs> that was way better response than I was expecting. I'd probably. Well, so that's I think the first I'd, you I'd asked me cold with the first thing I would do. I think the first thing I'd buy is to pay off the house. Wonderful. Well, you've had time to re rehearse that answer. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I'd buy a second vehicle and pay off the house. That's okay. what I'd do. Okay, well. Okay. <laughs> but your, your thing of like buying knickknacks on the internet is also tchotchkes. I'm all about the tchotchkes. You know okay, that. so I'm asking because this lady in Australia um, who always plays the lottery, she forgot about it until the very last second. And guess what? She won. Oh, okay. She bought her tickets two minutes online before the close of the draw, I guess, or the cutoff for the drawing. Wow. She won. She won $500,000. Uh, she's a regular player. She's done it for... 
a long, long time. Yeah. But she got it. The prize was $457,268.84. That's wild. I wonder if she's been playing for so long, I wonder like how much money cumulatively she's like lost on the like the, well, the flop tickets. That. That's not that's not part of it. I, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> probably not five hundred. She's probably still in the green. Yeah, it's we probably don't, not we don't know her name. 000. Um, but she says the prize is going to put me in a good spot. It's going to get me very comfortable and allow me to retire early. Hey, I don't want anything extravagant in life like internet tchotchkes. I just want to live a comfortable and happy okay. life. Okay. I would say that my internet tchotchkes aren't living extravagantly. I think that'd be the opposite of. I wouldn't that's buy like very a Lambo. Extra- what? I wouldn't buy like a Lambo. I'd buy like. A few really high-priced mechanical keyboards. I just think it's funny that that was your first instinct. I'm a material girl. Material, but Vanessa. (laughs) I'm a material girl. All right, let's jump in on topic three. Okay, this one is also exciting. You know how I love dinosaurs, right? Of course. We all love dinosaurs. You're wearing your dinosaur footy pajamas right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I am. I totally am. No, so they found um, an exceedingly rare intact I don't know how to say this word. I think it's pterosaur. Well, I think it's pterosaur. I think it's pterosaur because the pterosaur. P in pterodactyl is silent too. Well, I know, but it still sounds wrong. Pterosaur, the pterosaur fossil from the Jurassic period in Scotland. Scotland. Um, yeah. So they don't normally find fossils in Scotland, and this is like the bird type, um, like you know that what we picture as like petrie from yeah land before time, yeah. right? So this is a smaller version, the one that came before in the Jurassic period. Like a little so baby actually, pterodactyl. Yes, it's actually a really early form of that dinosaur. The dinosaurs got really big in the Cretaceous period, but the period before that was the Jurassic. And all of the dinosaurs are a little bit smaller, especially that bird They're one. They're smaller in the Jurassic period. Yeah, and then they get bigger. Like certain certain animals got bigger, certain animals got smaller. That's like, funny. Whales you would think, are whales are ancient, but they didn't used to be big. You would think like, that by the name of the Jurassic Park franchise, that that would be the biggest point at which the dinosaurs existed. It should be the Cretaceous Park. Maybe they worried about people not being able to spell crustaceans. 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 <laughs> Crescent rolls. Uh, so yeah. this was before the crescent roll period. Yeah, this was yeah, and they're they're smaller. So yeah, dinosaurs. Um, certain of them, some of them are bigger. The the modern day counterparts are bigger, and some mm. of them are smaller. Like crocodiles used to be gigantic. Right now they're smaller. Yeah. Whales used to be teeny tiny. Now they're gigantic. Okay. Yeah. So this it's was weird. like the teeny tiny toy version of the. Well, no, it's not quite teeny tiny. Let me find the... Yeah, it had a wingspan of 8.2 feet. Oh, God. (laughs) That's still a pretty big wingspan. That's a long... That's longer than my... Yeah, that's like my wingspan. Yeah, no... Is it? Is your wingspan eight feet? I think I have eight feet. I think I've got quite a bit. I think your wingspan is only your height. So I have like a six foot wingspan. Okay, so a two foot bigger wingspan (laughs) than what I have. Yeah. So the like the bigger four wingspan of the pter of the ter pterosaurus. Yeah. Pterosaurus from the crate for the Cretaceous period is forty feet. So this is way smaller in comparison. It's still humongous. It's still like a big giant pelican. Yeah. But. Yeah, they don't normally find them in, um, they found it in Scotland off the Isle of Skye um, because um, they normally find them in certain rock formations in Brazil and China. So they basically just find it in this big tidal formation in Scotland. Someone just randomly came upon it. Wow. Yeah, found this big giant fossil. So this guy was a little far from home, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're all over, but to find a 
perfectly preserved basically yeah fossil is very rare and to find one in that site yeah. in that kind of climate is rare. also extremely rare okay but yeah so the university of edinburgh team um they published that in their paper on tuesday um it's the journal of current biology and they said that the pteros the ter- i'm sorry the pterosaur lived 170 million years ago i would love to be with a group of dinosaur nerds when they like found out that they found that dinosaur because you know they went off right right like that's they they did their equivalent of like how a super bowl team celebrates like a, a, a victory like all of these nerds are like you're telling me this is a fully complete pterosaur skeleton you're you're kidding me right they you're probably kidding. like popped sparkling grape juice or something they're probably men and women of science so they probably men and women of science of course very tamely but <laughs> that would be really cool to be it's like them. in the beginning of jurassic park when he goes in the trailer and he pops a champagne they're like hey we were saving that they were probably saving it for this sort of for occasion. this sort of occasion for finding the pterosaur the Shout pterosaur the that pterosaur is... i'm sorry <laughs> I screwed you're... it up only you pterosaur. only you are upset about how you're pronouncing this because i'm doing it wrong <laughs> nobody I'm doing else it wrong and i'm upset about it but i'm happy that they found <laughs> nobody it nobody cares I, I love that it got like they've been able to find these bigger ones from yeah. the cretaceous period but to find something kind of smaller and mm-hmm. less i don't know significant to us yeah. is actually a huge freaking deal that's really cool i love it i love that Congrats to the dinosaurs. Congrats to the dinosaurs. Wish you were still here, but also glad you're not here. Distance is good. Yeah. Dis- do you think there are dinosaurs in heaven? I I think let's <laughs> let's let's take the theological leap. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I can not back that up at all. I can't back that up at all, but we're gonna yes. say it. We're gonna say you heard it here, yes. folks. <laughs> the definitive answer. Yes. yes. <laughs>